Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Good. How are you, Miss Rhonda? Happy Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. <laughs> I'm so excited. We are finally doing this on like multiple platforms. So not only are we distributing it on the podcast in audio form, right. but we made a video. Yeah, I thought we'd kind of do a video live or not live, but we'll try to do it live next time. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's fun. It's interactive. I mean, yes. You know, I always think that people don't sound the way they look or they don't look the way they should sound. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. And this time we had, I had to put a shirt on and not my pajamas. <laughs> That's important. Yes. Unless you go to Walmart and then pajamas are totally acceptable. They are acceptable. <laughs> that and uh, flip flops and yep. yeah. Yep. And <laughs> your, your eight kids around in a car that aren't strapped in. I'm yeah, dying. Oh yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I love Walmart. It has good prices. So they do, they do. Hey, I've actually been to the section in Walmart that's like 98 cents, where at the dollar store it's a dollar. So in fact, if you go to Walmart, you save two cents on some dollar store items. Because you spend it in gas getting there. Well, not in my <laughs> my Walmart's right behind my dollar store. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. You can walk yourself around. Yeah. I'm talking about thrifty shopping, people. Thrifty shopping. I would much rather save money on stuff and spend it on food. Yeah. Because I love food. Absolutely. <laughs> who doesn't? I just had a bowl of ice cream myself. So who doesn't? Oh, mm-hmm. Ice cream's good. What's your ice favorite? Cream. I know we're off topic. Go ahead. <laughs> My favorite is chocolate with peanut butter. And it has like the thin slices of peanut butter and they're frozen. Ooh. That's yeah, nice. so like when you get it, it's like the frozen peanut butter melts in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm I myself I'm like a, a chocolate chocolate fudge extreme. Like you can't put enough chocolate in it for me to be mm-hmm. satisfied. The more chocolate, the better. I don't care. Any ice cream is good ice cream, especially yeah. in a waffle cone or <laughs> uh, lots of syrup on it, sprinkles. Hey, just load it up. <laughs> we I just went to this yogurt place here in town and um it was amazing. It was like it they they charge you by ounce. So yeah. like you can load up this thing and they had brownie bites and chocolate fudge topping and pretty much Oreos, anything chocolate. It was like heaven for me. Yeah, so we have one called Sweet Frog. Ooh. Mhm. It's the same thing. It's like a yogurt ice cream bar type thing. Like yeah. a buffet, buffet of ice cream. Yeah, somebody was a genius. They said, you know what? If people like Chinese buffets, they're going to love yogurt buffets. (laughs) (laughs) With no MSG. Yeah, 
Okay, Julie. So I have you a have quote. You have a quote. I yeah. do. Uh, do. Is it okay if I go first? Yeah, absolutely. No, you can't. It's your <sighs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's ours. Okay, here we go. You ready? So I yep. got this one out of Dental Assistance Worldwide Group, and it states, I would love and appreciate y'all's opinions. I love that. She said y'all's. Uh, so I've been an assistant for six years. I started assisting basically fresh out of high school. I wanted to make sure I was heading into a field I would enjoy because my goal was to become a dentist. Mm -hmm. I was taking college courses and slowly focused more on everything but school. I also enjoy my job so much. Um, well, see, I'm not used to reading this on a computer. <laughs> That's okay. I also enjoy my job too much to care at the time. I have so much regret. I wish I could have applied myself and got my bachelor's and applied to dental school. My husband is very encouraging and since he's entered the Air Force, he feels I can do it again. I'm scared to try and I just got hired on full time as an assistant at another office since we moved states. Uh, it would feel like a dream to have my DMD and be able to do more of what I love, feel accomplished, be able to teach others, show my passion, and I'm about dentistry, help more people, and just prove to myself that I had it in me. But I'm kind of terrified because a few things, one, my age and not getting my degree mm -hmm. till my mid or late 30s, two, uh, it taking away time from my current new job, and my husband. Being military, I'm scared of losing time with deployments, etc. And three, us moving around so much could also become a factor with school. Opinions. What would y'all do? What's that game plan? Um, y'all would set if you decided to pursue it, and if you didn't, why and what would you do to make yourself feel better about it all? Thank you so much. Wow, that was really long, but mm -hmm. that's a lot of information. <laughs> it is a lot of information and good for her. Yeah. Putting it out there and wanting to, you know, just let everybody know and wear her heart on the sleeve that, you know, she really wants it. Sounds like she really wants it. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think it could be difficult, yes, being in the military, but aren't they stationed for like a, a certain period of time? Yeah, so usually it's about three years. Um, they try to okay. keep you somewhere for three years. But, like, with deployments, you know, a lot of times you, you, you get, like, that last two weeks before the deployment happens and you kind of do family time. So if she's in dental school, she wouldn't be able to, you know, do the traditions mm -hmm. where you, you know, just that. And if well, you, did she, she say she have, had kids? Did she have kids, though? It didn't say anything about children. Right. And she doesn't get deployed. She, it's her husband that's in the military, right? Right. So I would say she needs to start because any you can transfer from college to college, right? Yeah. But isn't what if you're a third year dental, stu dental student and, you know, like if it were me and I were her and I felt this yearning desire to do it. And mm -hmm. I knew like if I if I looked at my life of what I think it's going to be in 10 years and, mm -hmm. and being a dentist is that there would be some sacrifices that you would have to make. And I think, you know, even if her husband had to go to a different station, they could do a long distance thing while she finishes up, you know, fourth year or whatever. Right. I and would, that's what I I would think do. it would go fast too. Like it would seem daunting, but you're, you know, mm -hmm. your fourth and third year dental student, you're, 
you're just so overwhelmed and you're in clinicals and all this other stuff. Like you, the time would pass really fast. <laughs> well, and what about her enlisting in the air force to help her become a dentist? See, that would be really cool too. Cause I know she is still probably if she is under the age of, I think it's 37, you can still enlist in the, in the air force. That would be something she so could definitely So why think couldn't she enlist now and get some schooling or do whatever and then have them have them help her go to dental school, right? Isn't yeah. that what they do? Isn't that part yeah, of their she, some, something or other? If she, if she has her bachelor's already, which I'm imagining that she does, otherwise I can't imagine she'd be talking about dental school, but she might right. not. If you have your bachelor's, you can actually sign on as an officer and mm -hmm. she could do like an active reserve or just a regular reserve and they will compensate some of the student debt. So I know that that's an option. Yeah. So I think she should talk to somebody that's in the Air Force about her pathway to it because it seems logical to use that tool. Yeah. Use the Air Force as a grounding tool for her because maybe or you know, maybe they can help with the financing of it, the placement of schools of it. I know they do. You know, I have a friend that was a hygienist and she became a hygienist in the Air Force. So, you know, and then when she she finally moved to New York, she had to just take some exams or something like that. But I think she should reach out and definitely not stop pursuing her dream, but definitely reach out to the Air Force and say, look, this is my educational path. This is what I want. How can you help me? Yeah. Because it might be, you know, that way she's still with her husband because they're in the same branch of service, right? Yeah. And a lot of times if you're married, they'll try and keep you together, you know, as much right. as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. If she's out there in podcast land or video land, listening right. or watching maybe that would be some really good feedback because mm -hmm. we don't know if she didn't specify that that was a barrier which is like the financial burden of it because everybody right. knows the student debt that you get right so if it's one less hiccup it, it probably is more of a a less uh, more of a projectile right <laughs> and she, I mean, she's already maybe she's already been in the service but she doesn't want to re-enlist or something but I definitely think she has to like look at all her options that are out there to get her where she needs to go. Cause it's not going to matter at the, in the end where she went to school, what's going to matter is when she's licensed and practicing in the state that she eventually is going to reside in. So she has to look at the state regulations too. Cause like in New York, once you graduate from dental school, you just can't get out and practice. You have to do a one year residency. So she has to look at what, you know, maybe she can work as an Air Force dentist. So there are lots, I think she has a lot of opportunity and a lot of options out there just to go ahead and just do it. Just yeah, do it. Just do I don't it. think that's the, the Air Force thing, but whatever. It's aim, it's aim high, but. <laughs> oh, aim no. high. Aim higher. Aim Nike higher. is just do it. <laughs> what did you say? Nike. That's Nike, just oh, do it. Nike's just do it. Well, <laughs> aim higher, lady. Aim the highest. <laughs> yeah, so if, 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 Julie and I, I think we are unanimous. If you feel this mm -hmm. desire to be a dentist right. and you have the option, you know, the opportunity to do it, just do it. Because yeah, absolutely. The, the, and even if, even if you get in and you're like two or three years into it, yeah. like you already have like this huge 
um, you know, if she's already a DA or, you know, and any of that experience is just going to mm -hmm. help her excel in dental school. Right. Like my doctor, she was a dental assistant. She was a dental assistant for five years, went back, became a hygienist, was a practicing hygienist for 10 years, right. and then went back to school to become a dentist. So, like, lots of people do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's always pathways to do it. You know, it's, it's, you're never too old to learn, right? You can still learn, learn, learn. Your brain, brain is like a sponge, but it's just finding the right pathway that's going to fit your, your budget and your lifestyle, you yeah. know? Because if you're 50, I don't know if you want to take on dental school debt. But, hey, if the Army is going to let you enlist and, and pay for it, hey, have at it. Or the Air yeah. Force or whatever branch, have at it. And I kind of think, think about that, too, because I saw some recruiters at the fair this year. And I'm like, oh, how old do you have to be to even be the reserves? Because I thought it'd be kind of cool to be a dental assistant, like, in the reserves. And they're, right. like, 37. I'm like, oh. Well, sometimes we do 41. And I'm like, oh, nope, I'm out of the age bracket. <laughs> Not taking the old girl. Just get your fake ID. I know a guy. Damn. Yes, I should have. <laughs> yeah, right? I'll just chalk my birth certificate like I used to. Yeah, they'll never know. I'll just transpose a couple numbers. I'll get my pencil Easy. and chalk out. But I think she has lots of options. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, get them, girl. Okay, That's right. You do you have anything that you want to talk I about? I just have things that I came across. Last week, um, I was with the ACA training in Utah, and I came across a lot of things that um, in infection control that dental assistants don't know. So a couple of tips about knowing more about dental um, infection control. It's very important. It's a big part of our job is that if you don't know or you're unsure, let's find out because it's very unsafe for you to be doing things if you don't know the wrong way, we'd want you to do them the right way. Um, so there's osap.org, right? You can get a year membership there. You can get all the tips and tricks and, and lists and everything through OSAP that has right there at your fingertips. And, and there's a yearly membership and it's very cost affordable. Um, there is, what else is there out there? Uh, lots of free education on like Viva Learning, right? right? Don't they have free free stuff out there you can learn? So there's a lot of tools out there. But my thing is, is whether you were trained on the job and someone is training you, and this goes out to all the seasoned dental assistants, the ones that are, you know, taking the little ones under their wings and nurturing, because this is our next generation of dental assistants, right? So we have to know our stuff too, especially when it per pertains to infection control. Because if we have bad habits as the older generation and the seasoned one, because we haven't had proper training, it's going to funnel to the younger one. Yeah. So that's the scary part is when we as the older generations maybe sometimes stop learning or think, well, you know, nothing's changed. Well, everything changes. So I think for the older seasoned dental assistants like myself, we still have to keep learning and funneling our knowledge that's accurate to the younger generation. And, and I think that the younger generation, if you go to an infection control course and you go back to your practice and, and you say things that are not right, speak up, say something, mm -hmm. do something, it's okay. 
And if they don't change, then maybe that's not the type of practice you want to work for anyways, because it's not okay to not spore test your autoclave. It's not okay to not sterilize your hand pieces in between patients. It's not okay to use um, disposable items again on someone else. So, or reuse blue paper and just put new autoclave tape on it. Those things are not okay. And I mean, this wasn't just at a course I heard, but this is through the last couple months that I've been meeting with dental assistants and hearing about these things. It's, it's not okay. And, you know, I had one say, well, my OM says, my OM says, my OM says. You don't well, let anybody your dictate OM integrity. a course in infection control. Yeah. And being a practice manager, it's my job to be the role model. And, you know, so you, you have to do what's ethically right and what's morally right. And like I said, we have a ton of free resources. And what I do, I think I'll do is on Dental Assistant Worldwide, I will, um, I think you create files on there, right? Yeah, we have a file section. Okay, I will load up some files in, in the CDC 2000, and I think it's 13 guide. I'm almost, I always get it confused, but that big thick packet that we learn from, um, I'll also load up some kind of downloadable things from OSAP that I have. And, you know, look at OSAP, bring it to your boss's attention for 150 bucks for the whole year. You know, that's great. But you cannot not know because you're only, not only are you hurting yourself and risking yourself to get disease, but you're also risking your patients, your mm -hmm. family members, anybody else. And there's been so much in the news lately with these offices. And it's scary that you would have to contact 5,000 patients and have them, you know, get HIV tested. Well, yeah. that's crazy nonsense. And it's just in the news tonight. And it's just not with, you know, dental industry. Just in the news tonight, I saw that there's a spa that they did not properly autoclave their instruments and they spread HIV. So, and they're having all these people tested because they were doing some type of medical procedure and things weren't properly sterilized. So if you don't know, it's not okay. So, and it can't be always done this way. We have to change. We have to, things change. So just like, you know, the style of this hair changes, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> things change. <laughs> But so just don't know, feel free to reach us out. You know, like I said, infection control is a big part of your um, job and your career and your livelihood. So just be cautious because we want you to have longevity. We don't want you to get sick and ill, right? Yeah. And the worst thing is, imagine if OSHA walks in to a spot check in your office, right? And they're going to ask you questions that you don't know the answers to. Mm -hmm. and, and, and and I don't know about you guys. I get stressed out when I don't know the answers to something. So even right. if, if you're following all of the guidelines, that I mean, it's nothing wrong with refreshing yourself and being up to date with them. You know, like don't put food in your supply fridge. Don't do it. Your sandwich right. <laughs> can go in another fridge downstairs, upstairs, yep. in the second, uh, you know, break room. Do not put food in your supply fridge. Yeah. That's, easy like you know how much that fine is i don't even it's like what 7.95 or something it's ridiculous I don't, know. I don't know but you don't want to set yourself up for that either and like i said if you bring it to the attention or or something that's going you think is wrong and you bring it and you find out how to correct it that's what you should always do say hey look this isn't how we're supposed to a good resource is all your manufacturers manuals like for your autoclave for your cavi wipes, all that stuff. Read the infection 
you know, the, the youth, or excuse me, the um, instructions for youth, not infection control for youth, instructions for youth. Get a little late at night here. Um, but, and if you bring it to the attention to the doctor or the OM and say, hey, this needs to be changed, and they say, oh, it's no big deal, then that might not be the practice for you. Yeah. You know, that might be time for you to know that, okay, yes, why he might be a great doctor. He's really not concerned about things that need to be done ethically and in the right way. So it'll be time to move on. Move on. Yeah, yeah cuz integrity is priceless. Mhm. Yep. And now, they're coming out with a new certification for infection control to be like um an infection control specialist or between Danby and OSAP and it'll be great because it really you'll know your stuff. You know, whether you were on the job train, had 10 months of schooling, two years of schooling, we all need to know the same stuff. It's just how are we going to learn it? And that's what needs to happen. So that's my little infection control rant tonight. Go OSAP. Go OSAP. Go infection control. Don't give me your disease. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Keep it to yourself, people. Keep it to yourself. Here's yeah. the here's the one thing, and I'm gonna keep it from other people by doing the right thing. Right, but here, you know, we're talking about this, right? So, mm-hmm. universal precaution, guys. Universal precaution. So that means that regardless of whether that person has indicated on their health history that they are Hep patient right. or HIV or anything like that, they mm-hmm. don't have to disclose that information to your practice. Right. That is up to the patient to disclose that to you. Right. So you got to treat everybody. So double bagging, triple bagging, whatever you guys are doing, this not... extra protocol, right. you don't know the guidelines. So you need to go find OSAP and you need to get right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it's just, you know, I mean, you just think about like the whole idea of efficiency and making sure that you're doing it right the first time. You know, exactly. just imagine how many hours have been wasted over your career. If you were double bagging, through, you know, autoclave and then go in the ultrasonic because you're not using universal precaution and you have to treat everybody as if they have an infectious disease. Right. Absolutely. And at our conference, we will be having a wonderful lady, Dr. Um, Kathleen Shubich, and she's part of OSAP. She's going to talk about instrument processing and PPEs. Nice. Yeah. So and I know she'll love, 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 love when you pick her brain about things. So, you know, if you've signed up for the conference, bring your questions and your concerns and your answers um, that you want to get because she is a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, she's really super nice. And I bet you she would love to talk about infection control. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of us that work in older offices mm-hmm. and some of the practices are outdated. So like, if your doctor is insisting that you use a glass bead sterilizer for your burrs, go take that question to her. You know, like there's different ways that we used to do it that, you know, over time we realized weren't as efficient or weren't as, uh, they didn't work. <laughs> right. And you I was know, just actually so. reading a burr that was one time use, but yet there's somebody's overusing them. Mm. Yeah. 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 So always read. You know, the big thing that like I see too now is is a lot of dental manufacturer companies are making um, your disinfectant wipes a one-step instead of a two-step process. So some of those wipes that you use to um, 
wipe down your room, you pre-clean and then disinfect. You're technically supposed to do it twice. Um, with uh, manufacturers are now are coming out with where it's a it's a one-step process instead of two. So check your wipes that you're using because some of the wipes have to pre-clean, you let dry, and then you wipe again. So you're yeah. using, it's more cost-effective because you have to use more wipes to do two steps where like SciCan came up with Optin 1 and it's a one-step process. So always look at your wipes and stuff. And whoever is using Birex still out there, ugh, stop using the Birex. That stuff is disgusting. <laughs> and it's very, very, ugh. Oh, it's so it's bad toxic. to your lungs. So toxic. And you know, so toxic. So, I mean, if you're that dental assistant out there who's spray happy, mm -hmm. just understand, you know, what you're doing. You know, if you can saturate all of the materials in a different form so that you don't have all these airborne uh, toxins, that's Blue cool. Snack bottles. <laughs> bottles. And you cannot use Lysol. I heard three times oh, this past wow. weekend. You cannot use Lysol to clean. That is a no-no. It dries um, so fast. It's got alcohol. It's like what? But it's not alcohol. regulated for to use in the office. No, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the practical part of yeah. it. It dries right in the all, Yeah, it dries quickly, but it's not it's not recommended or used or regulated or what do they call it? Approved EPA. Yeah. yeah approved. So it's very interesting the things you hear. And, so, and if I don't know the answer. I will find the answer. Like I have one written down right now. I got to reach out to Dr. Shuby about and ask her about it because I wrote it down. So, but I will find the answer for you. We have lots yeah. of resources and lots of people that know 10 times, 100 more than I do. So, and OSAP, they know everything. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm yeah. sure they can find the answer. Yeah. Use your barriers, you know, just yeah. barrier every possible thing so that you have one more line of defense right that's right so so oh, well, control. Julie, this is amazing most of it was fun it was fun i look a little tired beat but that's all right <laughs> i'm a little <laughs> orange and shiny <laughs> oh yeah but at least you're, you're sitting in your operatory that you just got done working on <laughs> isn't that pretty cool you guys all you need is there oh yeah right looks like you can yeah, just walk yeah. right in and start working i know right except for when you touch it it doesn't work <laughs> Cute. You can't play dentist at home? I do. I play dentist in my basement. I do. Oh, I do. Have yeah. you been in my bedroom? <laughs> no. <laughs> All we need now is to put our feet up in a glass of wine. Yeah, we'll do that one night now that we're or a bowl of ice cream. Video. Let's, yeah. Or a bowl of ice cream. One of the two. Cake. We can eat some cake. <laughs> Everybody likes cake. Cake with so friends. Don't, so yeah. don't forget to um register for the conference we had a massive we had a record today 15 more registered so we're creeping up there to over a halfway mark so that's good um but other than that we have a new speaker announcement this week coming too so that's exciting we still have a couple speakers on tap to announce so other than that Rhonda will be there with her mic whoop, whoop. she might be singing and dancing i don't i just have my hello <laughs> <laughs> Your top. But other than that, I think that's good for home. Okay, well, have an amazing rest of your home. Yes, day. you too. You too. 
And uh, if anybody has guys, any questions or concerns yeah. they want to bring to the plate, the table, the microphones, you know, hit <laughs> us up and we can put it out there. If you want to do it anonymously, of course, yeah, we never especially say your name. with infection yeah. control, be anonymous. Anything. Guys. Yeah. Anything, even, you know, I don't know if it's a secret, a dental assistant secret, and they want to share their secret with us. <laughs> we'll share your secret with the world, but not let you know who it is. Exactly. <laughs> It's Jane Doe. It's John Doe. It's John Doe. So, all, all right. right. Well, you have a good hump day and the you rest too. of your week, and we will catch up next week. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistance Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page. You can message through there. But I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.